Oh, ah, Kingmaker. Book two. Yeah. Certainly feels a lot like book one. Sure does. Since <laughs> we've killed all the extra book one mobs I know. that were left over. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, what do I do? Do I just, you know, just give you those hexes? Or, I mean, you, you know, you got to search them real quick. I was like, you know, man, we were kind of thinking we were, we'd spin a kingdom round uh, last episode. And I was like, no, you're going to fight a level two Nope. What? I can't hey, remember. It was a hog. Yeah, it kind of yes. feels like a Tusk video gunner. game RPG where you finish one part of the main storyline, but then you have to right. go back and do a bit of side quests. Yeah. Yes. You missed a couple yep. of things. You know, I can't do open world games or RPGs anymore. I can't. It's too big. It's I too much. I can't get out of the first too, zone. It's too repetitive, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I bought, like, I played Lake Witcher 3 for example. And like, I played in the first zone, I was having fun and stuff. And then I was just like, Oh my God, look at the amount of question marks on the map. Fuck like, yeah. it's, it's work, man. It is a full-time job playing those games. Yes. Yeah. Um, I did play, um, I finished Mario Odyssey on the switch, you know, so I got through that, not with any kind of style or verve, but I got there, you know, winning's cool. winning, Mike winning is winning. Thank you. I'm running through the back catalog, virtual console on the Wii U. So right now I'm playing golden sun. Oh, wow. Golden Sun. Yep. I'm grinding through MLB The Show 23. Oh, I should get that. We can play online. Oh, it's fun. It's uh scratches the itch of, hey, didn't have baseball games for the Xbox for like a decade. Yeah. Um, Is that true? Yeah. So they, they finally, it's, yeah, it's it's a game. It's PlayStation Studios that makes it, but uh, it's for the Xbox now. So it's pretty fun. But yeah, you collect cards, you complete Sweet. missions. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I should download uh, that. I like to set Stellaris to the easiest difficulty level and, and just mash and just oh, another take that. over the universe. I was playing uh, Minecraft with the kids for a few hours today, but the last video game I played before I logged on and I was pooping, I was playing uh, Vampire Survivor. Vampire so. Survivor, yeah. <laughs> Donnie, you got way into Vampire Survivor. I did. Right? I did, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, bought the DLC, uh, played through it. Have, haven't picked up for a while, but yeah, it's a really good time waster. Are you playing on mobile or are you playing on pc on uh, on the xbox actually oh wow yeah, console jeez oh, mm-hmm. sit down and actually play it not yep. like a time filler okay yeah are we counting mobile in this because i've kind of been messing around with pokemon go way oh. too late like i downloaded it about a month ago for the first time <laughs> i think it counts i think the majority of people actually game on mobile devices nowadays oh, yeah. i think that is yeah. the yeah the preferred flavor well my office um sits adjacent to a Pokemon gym and two Pokemon stops. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't so know. From my office means. chair over my lunch hour. Don't leave your phone charger at home when you go to work for sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And I do. I let it track me because I got to get my steps in to uh, hatch my eggs. That's you know, true. so oh my God. that's the price of my privacy right there. I know they're selling my location data, but I don't know that they care much about a 39 year old man anyway. So that's what I do. So I'm spinning my Poke stops, you know, and getting my, <laughs> get my items i didn't know how it worked at all so it's like i was playing for a few days and i ran out of pokeballs and i was like this sucks they want me to pay money for pokeballs i'm not doing it look at my wife i was like i'm not doing it lo and behold i didn't know you could just spin the poke stop in the stop yep just spin the stop out it comes i was like what the i was like holy shit it's a hack for my god it's a hack (laughs) it's a hack yeah i cracked it all you need to do is work adjacent to two poke stops in a gym and like my username is like kind of my name because I, I don't know. So, and I, I like taking over that gym, you know, but I just use my real name. So the other people in my office building, they got to know it's me because it's oh, like yeah. me sitting there, you know, 
very thin. My avatar so thin. Um, I'm sure so everyone you, in your office. So you think plays. other people at the office plays Pokemon Go? Right. That's very optimistic. Yeah. I think that it's um, you know who I think because sometimes some other teams will come in, take over that gym. It happens real fast. It always happens during court. So I think it's all the traffic <laughs> litigants coming in. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, and uh, all go. the defendants coming in, you know, to answer their tickets and stuff. Well, here's here's the big question: Which team are you? I'm the blue team. You're team Whatever. mystic, huh? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, of course. Come on. Team valor is the way to go, but you, oh, you be, you do what you want. Which color is that one? That's the red team. The red team. Yeah. I understand. Do you, can, can you guys do Chris? Can you do the curveball? Oh yeah. See, I, it took me a while. I was like granny and the Pokeball toward the, you know, for a while. Now I got, I can do it now. It's kind of like you throwing bags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Or just shooting a basketball. Yeah, I was about to picture, picture you <laughs> doing free throws, <laughs> granny style. Uh, can we just chat about this stuff instead of getting all kingdom? You guys just want to talk about Pokemon Go? <laughs> yeah. No, because I've never Pokemoned anything in my entire life. Oh, I have Bill. no idea what you guys are talking about. I haven't either, but I haven't built a kingdom yet either. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, um, I'm not ready to stop talking about Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> I could go on. I could do an hour on Pokemon Go, but I guess I won't. Yes, Team uh, Mystic. Yeah, team Mystic. Because I like blue. Okay. Um, Kingmaker, right? Is that yep. what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Maybe. If we have Is to. It? I thought so. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Already, okay. We're already eight minutes into the recording. We killed Hogger. <laughs> killed Hogger. <laughs> yeah. You guys. did kill Hogger. <laughs> killed Hogger uh, last episode. Searched around a little bit. Found some uh, hot springs and some other shit. And eventually you came upon this uh, expedition of like nine or 10 gnomes that had gotten their cart stuck in this muddy river and you pulled their cart to safety. And the leader of this expedition was a real beat up uh, gnome named Jubilost Narthropple, who Mitch recognized as kind of a celebrity a little bit. Uh, no, I didn't. I rolled terribly on my. Oh, you I didn't know. Yeah, that no. was uh, Sertova did. Oh, Sirio yeah. did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I didn't recognize him either. Uh, oh, that's right. We, yeah, nobody remembered kinda, who he was. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's famous. Well, he's now told you he's famous. Okay. Many Guys, times. You need to know this. I'm very famous. I'll take okay. your word I am for an accomplished, it there. I am an accomplished uh, uh, nonfiction writer. I've been published in many scrolls. <laughs> and uh, I am a, uh, 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 I am an authority when it comes to expeditions. And I'm also uh, what you might refer to as a barrister. I've studied the law. This is the Art. fire. You can picture the fire kind of glowing against his face. He's all mashed to shit. He's got a couple black eyes. His nose is crooked, you know, because they, they fended off this big old team of midflits. You know what I'm saying? So I think we can fun comparison. Maybe barter in the future. Um, us pulling him out of the mud for some free legal advice then. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. He says, um, <clears throat> we can always push him back in the mud. Mud's right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the thing that I think you guys ended with is that, you know, he's been, he's been searching the stolen lands as well. Right. And he might have some information. He has his maps and everything, and he's willing to trade information with you guys. Uh, so do you begin kind of sharing with him or what do you do? Cause he can, he can tell you some stuff that, you know, basically I'm going to start filling his map out commensurate with the info that you allow him to give you. It seems yeah. like really valuable information. I don't know. I say we could trade some green, green belt forest knowledge for some Tuskwater plains knowledge. If he has any. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, why don't you point to a hex and um, I, I will I will populate his map with just stuff from the Green Belt and Tuskwater that you guys know, and hinterlands and stuff. Um, but I'll stay away from sensitive stuff, not the gold mine. But yeah, point out a hex and he can tell you, if he knows it, he'll tell you what's in there. I think those four hexes to the east of uh, Fort Tran. Yeah. yeah. That you've not been before. He says, right. oh. What he can tell you is that uh, in the hex directly east of Fort Trand, uh, it is a plains hex. It's suitable for farming. It's beautiful land, but it is inhabited by a gigantic warg that considers it to be his land. The warg chased them away, uh, and they um, they just simply were like, yeah, dude, no, we're out of here. This is your land. They just chose not to engage him. Uh, the warg apparently does not attack on sight, but instead will just say, hey, this is my land. Leave. We'll have to talk to him about that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can come to some mutual agreement. Further east of the uh, Warg's land, there is a mm, carved-out cave system that they identified that seems to be evil. Evidence, maybe an undead presence. Uh, So there might be a a dungeon two hexes east of uh, of Fort Trand. And as far as those other two hexes, the ones that are kind of south of those... He says they found and left alive a gigantic snapping turtle uh, that likes to rest on the southern banks Mm. of the Tuskwater Lake. Interesting. And there also appears to be a workable river ford in this uh, hex to the southeast in Tuskwater. So he's kind of pointing out these landmarks to you on the map. You can find all four of these locations. Again, the, the, uh, the area of the gigantic warg, the undead dungeon the gigantic snapping turtles area and a workable river ford. And that's the info he gives you about this Tuskwater region. These are hexes that are just right next door right, uh, to, to Fort Trand. He searched them. So if we're going to start a, a kingdom kind of based around Fort Trand, if that's like the heart of our kingdom, I feel, I don't feel great about having a ward uh, right next door that thinks that's his land. And I definitely don't feel great about a cavern of undead. Like, two blocks over. Well, I mean, do you want to go... The question is, do you want to go search those hexes and deal with that, or do you want to build the kingdom? Hmm. Do you want Either to establish way. the kingdom and then worry about the hexes, or worry about the hexes and then establish the kingdom? Yeah, let's just do it. Let's do the kingdom. Reward ourselves with going and talking to a warg. Yeah, because we talking. might be able to talk the warg out of not... You'd be like, look, let's cut a deal. Yep. Yeah. You can you can protect our land and stay on it. That's always worked. Yeah, I'm or sure. you I'm... can become my next cape. I'm sure that's exactly <laughs> how that will go. That's pretty much as that. Pardon me, sir. Work, work, sir. Jubilus Narthropel is, is super likable. Are you telling me you don't like a know-it-all that uh, has a kind of a sour disposition? He's not likable to you. He he writes nonfiction. I mean, that's <laughs> Syria reads a, reads fiction. So oh, right. <laughs> You're not so much about the textbooks. You're no. more about the. I mean, Mitch yeah, is like stories. Brad isn't. I think Ritala asked him, "Do you do you have one of your books with you?" Oh, well, I, th- I thought you'd never ask. Yes. I'm sure they're for sale. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what Cartola's going to do with the book. Oh, I know what he's going to do with it. <laughs> oh, no. Does he hold up the book? He's like, here, I have a copy of uh, Insects of of, um, of the Star Isle. Here, look, I've spent a lot of time uh, researching these, these things here. I've got lots of drawings, this thing here. This is a reproduction, so you've got to be careful. It's quite, it's quite valuable, but it's not the original. He has it to you. 
Read up. Sounds like a page turner. I think Cartologist takes him and takes the book. And he turns around. Oh, no. <laughs> oh come on. You're just- For those of you listening, Donnie just did this, like, finger-pointing thing. You know, he's just like, and he turns around, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so I think he throws the book down. He says, you don't know who you're dealing with here. We are the high-flying, steam-trolley-riding, charter-sealing, stag-lord-killing sons of guns. And, pal, you ain't got to like it, but you better learn to love it, because we're the best thing going in professional adventuring today. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. It's going to be so good. Uh. Okay, <clears throat> so let's stop time for a moment. <laughs> so let's just stop time for a moment. Oh, it's so okay. good. So the other, the three of you guys, you don't know Kratala so good, right? <laughs> so Kratala, so Jubilas Nardropple hands this book to Kratala, who then throws it to the ground. <laughs> and then, what's the term? Cuts a promo on Cuts Jubilast. Cuts a promo on Jubilast. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I want to go one by one. Take me into the mind of Sirio Xavier Sertova as this happens. Giant smile across his face, and his eyes are lit up just... This is awesome. Because for one thing, throwing the book on, on the ground from this gnome... I mean, showing disrespect to the gnome, he's all about that. And then just building building up our party up uh, that were super awesome is, is great. I'm loving this, but Mitch is probably terrified about the book hitting the ground. <laughs> Kind of a look of like, <laughs> like what the fuck was that? Like, yeah, like, like confused, shocked, pleased. I, no, I don't think so. Like, I, I mean, I think Mitch is like, that's that's a b- book, you know, because Mitch is a bit like, of a whoa, nerd. Whoa, 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 whoa. So Mitch doesn't get it yet. Dry is going to look at the book on the ground. He's going to look at the Kratala. He's just going to hold his hand up for a high five as he walks by. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to laugh. He's not going to say anything. He's just going to head down, high five, and just start walking. Kratala and Dry are a couple fucking bros out there in the stolen lands together. <laughs> after after Kratala and Dry, they hit it. Kratala just says, too sweet, brother. Too sweet. <laughs> too sweet, brother. Okay. Well, Jubilos, for his part, is like... The style and verve you have may may help you as you move forward, but the fact of the matter is, Kritala, is it? I'm not sure that I know how to have a conversation with you. Like, is Kritala even listening at this point, or is he just like walking away? Did you? Did you? No, he's off? not. Yeah, he's just ignoring him completely. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah, I think if he was holding a mic, I think he would have dropped it by this point. Yeah. Right. Man alive. Okay. Well, Jubilos has been put into his place. Um. I don't even just... You know what, Donnie? Anytime you cut a promo, whatever you want to do, no roll needed. All right? <laughs> you just... Uh, you just you, you, you get one of those ready to go every five episodes or something, and, uh, you know, you, you can crit any, crit any uh, oh. charisma-based skill you want. I don't give a fuck. Duly okay. noted. I, uh, gosh, I'm not sure where we even go from here. Um, so yeah, with the knowledge of those four hexes in the Tuskwater, I mean, we'll, we'll point out some green belt forests we can give that him he hasn't the, been to. The fairy nest, the dead oh. trapper, and the <laughs> snare filled glade. <laughs> You're sharing this stuff with him and he's like, oh, 
I, I suppose I should have asked you for your contributions first uh, before gauging the value of my contributions. But I, lesson learned, I understand. Hey, deal's a deal. Uh, was a binding oral contract that we entered into. I understand. Okay. And uh, let's just please stop role-playing with Jubilost for now. We're done. Jubilost <laughs> and his gnomes go back. But, but here's kind of what happens. Because I, I, it seems to me that you guys are probably headed for Fort Trand at this point. Yeah. Uh, you're only one hex away from it. You follow uh, this river. I'm not sure which river. I think this is the Selen River you're following. I'll have to look that up and make sure. So I may have to uh, you know, correct myself later. But. You know, you wake up the next morning, uh, you in your steam trolley, uh, Jubilost and his party uh, in his uh, horse-drawn cart, and you guys make for Fort Trand, and, and you arrive uh, midday uh, that afternoon. And the party members that you sent there are there. Uh, Mabel the Bandit is is held captive there. They've got her in the um, beaky. Uh, Beaky's uh, cage, basically. And she's just kind of like, she looks very small. You know, you guys get there. And, you know, at this point, you know, you 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 reach word that the provisions sent uh, by Lady Aldori Jamandi are going to be arriving soon. And that this fort is about to get a big refurbish. And that the land sort of immediately adjacent is going to be cleared. And that uh, building materials are going to be dropped off and provided to you. And what follows, I think, has got to be a montage hmm. of uh, you guys creating, I would say, a home base from here. And I'm picturing Mitch kind of directing the construction and writing up the plans. Kratala cutting promos on people <laughs> and hyping people up and throwing the plans into the dust, you know, and... <laughs> Pointing his finger at Mitch, you know. That's right. He was teaching Dry how to slap his leg when he kicks. So it sounds more impressive. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> slap his leg when he kicks. Slap his leg when he kicks. I don't know a lot about professional wrestling, but I assume that's uh, something. You're going to learn so much. And I'm so sorry if you're not into it, but I am. Man, and we're, we're going to lean into it a lot. I'm, d- I'm down I'm for this through. ride, Donnie. I'm down I'm for through. this ride. I think I've shared this before. I'll, I watched the 30 for 30 on Ric Flair, so I know a little bit about him. Um, the nature boy, but that's all I know. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll introduce you to some things you didn't know before. Well, good. Good. I'm ready for you to show me. I know you can show me. <laughs> um, okay. Um, and, uh, I don't know. Dry and Serio. I mean, I get the feeling you guys are kind of working out policies and getting things figured out. And, you know, people are starting to trickle into Fort Trand. Various people. All of your followers, or nearly all of them, are here. A couple of them, I haven't kind of worked it all out yet, but a couple say with Oleg. But nearly all of your followers have now arrived. And, you know, I would say every other day, another ex- another group of people, they show up. They present themselves to you. They want to help. And a few months at this point are going to pass. Anything I need to know, guys, before we kind of click this into a kingdom building mode? Or uh, what do I need to know? Tell me what I need to know. I don't know. Like We haven't really... Maybe this is all going to get kind of gone to the with the format of the kingdom beginning turn. Is We haven't like discussed with... Like, I think Kratala... And Dry and Mitch are all in the same boat as far as thinking that Sirio should lead this. 
but I don't think any of us have actually said that out loud to each other. Well, we know that Sirio desires to have this power. I mean, that's, that's, I think that's been made clear to you guys. Right. And Sirio, would, Chris, would you agree that that's kind of apparent as they've all gotten to know him? Yeah, and just kind of dropping, dropping hints here and there. Um, definitely referencing being a Sertova um, and all that. Like Mitch catches you practicing your signature one night, and it's like, King Sertova, King Sertova. No, I think with a lot of people that have leadership qualities, like they show, like you can tell when a leader is there. And I think that's something that Sirio has been throughout the adventure so far is just kind of the, you know, maybe not the first one into battle, but definitely the one that's putting the caution down or like, like the, the idea. The last one into battle. Definitely, <laughs> Sometimes he doesn't make it. Sometimes King Sertova doesn't take a hit. <laughs> but that's also due to Chris's uh, good positioning. Right. And, and if I could be allowed to do a crafting check, I would like to transform some of the liquor that the, uh, the stag lord was getting shit-faced off of into something that more palpable for us and that to be something that we Fireball. toast. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> you, yeah, sure, make the check. Let's see, let's see if you can filter the arsenic out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenic only yeah, lasts it's for with a certain amount of period, right? Yeah. I don't know. Sure. Okay. Well, that is uh, 18 on the die for, what is that, a 31? As the decision is made. <laughs> We're taking shots, baby. Yeah. As the decision <laughs> is made, Mitch uh, opens his jacket and out come four bottles of delicious cinnamon flavored uh, oh, no. liquor. Of some sort. Gentlemen, this is called the stag's horn. <laughs> the stag's horn? Stag's horn. Stag's nice. horn. <laughs> you know, um, let's talk about how we're going to do this kingdom stuff. I've been talking. First of all, I want to give a shout out to the Kingmaker GM channel on our Discord server. And by the way, if you have made it this far into the podcast, you should definitely join our Discord server and chill out with us. We, mm -hmm. we really enjoy uh, talking to everybody. But um, there's a channel that you can opt into, which is designed for spoilers and for other GMs that are running Kingmaker. And um, I've received a ton of helpful, helpful information uh, from them on how to do all this stuff. And, you know, what I think you got, as you guys are well aware, there, um, the, the Pathfinder Kingmaker community has identified some deficiencies, I guess, with the King, kingdom management rules. And there are already some like documents floating around that provide a lot of really good fixes for this stuff. And we're looking at those, but I also struggle, um, with, you know, being open about what we're implementing and what we're not. So for now, um, I do think we're going to go vanilla, you know, just go by the book with like the kingdom creation mm. and this first kingdom turn that we're going to do. But as I understand it, a lot of the flaws revolve around the rate of experience gain for the kingdom, uh, something, you know, like about 10 or 12 kingdom turns to hit level two. And obviously that's just not going to work for any, most groups, including ours. I've decided that, um, I think we should just do milestone leveling for the kingdom as well. You know, I'll be looking for good moments to do that. I, I, I don't, I'm tempted to just lock the kingdom's level to your level eventually when the kingdom hits level four or if it, if it hits level five and that's when you're level five. So I've thought about doing that too. F for those of you listening to this, write in and tell me whether that's a, not a good idea or whether that's a good idea. I'd be interested in, in perspectives on this, but you know, especially with this kind of being like a, you know, people listen to th this podcast, right? And so obviously we can't just do kingdom turn after kingdom turn after kingdom turn. So we're not going to do it all the time. 
we're just going to kind of see how it goes. We're going to feel it out, see if we like it, see if it makes good, good, uh, see if it makes sense in this context to, to do it. So why don't we build this, uh, this fucking kingdom guys? Let's What's do up? It. What's well, up? Do Holy it. moly. Let's do it. So dictatorship is what we decided, right? Yeah. Yes. Dictatorship. Sure. Benevolent dictator. <laughs> no. Benevolent dictator. You guys are looking to do an, uh, I think we want to style it as a constitutional monarchy, but then you're going to use the feudalism, feudalism uh, right, template for that. Yeah. Couldn't really find, uh, constitutional monarchy as a choice um so we yeah looked at the bonuses for feudalism it kind of ties in eventually a feudalistic society would transform into a constitutional monarchy so that's that's what we're just going to jump to and i know you guys spend some time you know off the air making some of these calls uh together so i don't know educate me what's going on yeah so we kind of knew a little bit about our kingdom when we first set off from lady jamandi's manor um and we chose the conquest uh charter um, so along with that, uh, by founding our, um, our settlement in the Staglord's fort, um, that gives us the river heartland. So we get some bonuses from that. And like we said before, government type feudalism, um, that kind of, and the way we allocated our bonuses to our ability scores, it kind of gave us uh, a good spread. And so we've got 12 in culture, 14 economy. 14 loyalty and 14 stability. So they're okay. all pretty even, um, but we're a little, little down on the culture side. And you guys know more about this than I do just cause you were making these calls and working through these rules. But as I understand it, culture, economy, loyalty, and stability, those are kind of the four ability scores for a kingdom. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Similar to like your strength and decks and charisma and stuff. They're like that, except a kingdom just has those four. So you're good. You're you're pretty. You're you're well rounded. It sounds like so strong on economy, loyalty, stability, culture. Maybe a little less so, but uh, you know, my gosh, these are you know, you guys are found in a kingdom here. You're not here. You know, what are you, you going to be doing out there? Reading books? Come on. <laughs> Definitely not. We throw those into the dirt. Yeah, apparently um, you throw books into the dirt. And so along books. with assigning ability scores, we get to pick skills that we're trained in as a kingdom. Um, we got a couple from the choices that we picked, and then we also got some. Uh, not bonus, but just, uh, you just get to pick some. So the ones we're trained in are agriculture, defense, engineering, industry, intrigue, and trade. Um, so we're still kind of having that low culture score. We, we didn't really go into arts or a whole lot of that. And so, and as I understand it, these are when you guys take like kingdom activities during a kingdom round, those activities are D 20 roles that are basically skill checks, you know, yes. like a engineering check or a politics check or a scholarship check or whatever. And so the stronger you are in some of these skills, you know, the better you're going to fare on these checks. And, and by kind of building the kingdom the way you did, you know, you might not be choosing to do a lot of like arts and culture type checks, at least in the beginning, because you don't have those proficiencies or that high mod when it comes to that. Yeah. And I think a lot like character feats, um, some of the kingdom things that you would do, require to be required to be trained yeah several of the leadership activities and the region activities um during a kingdom turn you can only you can only do them if you're trained in that skill tied to the activity yeah and also in in, again community please correct me if i'm wrong but as i understand it any kingdom leader can roll on any skill and it you use the kingdom's modifier not your own mods or anything like that you just it's the kingdom's 
scores that matter. And you as leaders, you just get to pick which three activities your character does, but any character can do any activity. Right. Yeah. And I kind of see it like the, the leader is directing, you know, people within the kingdom to do whatever the chosen activity is. And right. yeah, it makes sense to use the, the kingdom's stats for that. Okay, cool. Okay. So let's see. So we got the charter, the heartland and the government or like, you know, your, your ancestry, your background and your class, I guess. Yeah. Um, yep. The capital city, of course, is Fort Trand, which is built on top of the Stag Lords Fort. And you guys get that free town hall, I think, uh, as a result of that. So I'm going to take you guys to the map of Fort Trand. What? Look at that. It's beautiful. I have the Shrike River as this blue scrib, this blue scribble off to the right. And this larger blue scribble is the Tuskwater Lake. We're just using the, um, the, the settlement map from the, the kingdom kingmaker player's guide it just works fine for our purposes so we, we we went and loaded that into roll 20 we're just going to work off of that so i have placed a town hall on your map so congratulations guys you guys got a town hall Woo-woo. nice what? nice oh my goodness yeah and the town hall is a big deal because that allows each of uh each of the players to take three uh, leadership activities rather than just two oh, every it, turn yeah it kind of as soon as we because you guys were thinking, oh man, this Staglord's Fort slash Fort Tran holds some bad memories. Um, but then when you, <laughs> it's kind of town hall kind is of just a, you can't pass that up. Like yeah, yeah I mean, be, unless you build it right out of the gate or something like that. Right. I don't know. But. Well, uh, before we go back on here too, like what do the actual leadership positions mean? Because we've already decided, or we've already discussed the fact that it doesn't matter who rolls for what thing. But nope. like, what does it mean? Basically, if you don't have someone in a leadership position, or if they're in that position and one week of the month they weren't able to perform leadership duties, okay. like if they're captured or whatever, oh, sure. um, you get, there's penalties for that. But the actual leadership role doesn't matter. No. Well, okay. so there's I mean, some... Except for the NPCs. Yeah, so... They can fill it. N- NPCs in a leadership role, they have special abilities that they can do. It, okay. it just adds to your possible kingdom activities. Gotcha. But as far but, as us as players, it doesn't really. Yeah, like I think it kind of a, almost has the side effect of like you players don't get any special additional abilities. So it almost kind of like makes sense to put NPCs with special abilities into these roles. I see your saying. Instead yep. of you guys. Okay. So to that end, I kind of one thing that I I, I don't want to penalize you guys for doing that. I, I want I know you guys want to be in kingdom roles. So I'm thinking that like. You know, we've talked about this a little bit, but like Valerie, for example, like she she automatically invests as like the general, I think. Mm. And so like if you she's there, if one of you guys wanted to be general, well, if you guys don't assign Valerie to a different role, then my thinking on this is that Valerie is like, you know, number two in command and for you and can still take her special ability, even though she's not the general. Oh, interesting. So like. You know, like, for example, like, if you guys uh, find Ikendeo again and recruit him, you know, he he would make an excellent warden, and he has a special warden ability. You know, Did you find can, him again. Did he, piss, yeah, did he take him. off? Yeah, he's out, he's out hunting giants or something, oh. right, or hunting trolls. So, yeah, so, guys, take us through kind of what you've decided to do as far as your eight leaders you know and this is something yeah so kind of going down the list here we got ruler up here at the top which is where uh, sertova belongs 
Um, as the count- counselor, <laughs> we've slotted Lindsay. Um, she just seemed uh, to be a good fit being a bard. Our general um, is Valerie. Yeah. And uh, all, all her chain smoking and uh, just being an armored tank kind of yeah. person. Our emissary is going to be dry. Um, Bill, you kind of want to explain uh, some of your plans going in for that? Well, I mean, the emissary is in charge of, you know, keeping state secrets, uh, all um, diplomatic things with other cities. So I figured dry would be pretty good to slide into that role. He's, he, he wants to get a little bit involved in the underside of kingdom development. You know, leave all the glory and you know stuff to the other three. He wants to be on the he wants to be a little on the underside of it. See how the yeah, see how the darker kind of half lives. Spycraft and intrigue there. Hmm. Um, and then our magister uh, is going to be Harem. Okay, guys, <laughs> I guess I'll be your magister. Uh, treasurer, Grotus. <laughs> treasurer, we've got Kratala. Um <laughs> Okay. Wow. Now hold yes. on. No, no, no. Kratala's going to get that. Katala's going to get those marks in. They're going to be hanging off the rafters and giving us their money. We're going to start selling merch. Like, we are going to... We we got this on lockdown. Don't worry. Katala's got you back. You're a marketer, I guess, right? Okay. And I'm picturing, like, um, the green visor. Yeah, he's wearing this green visor. And and you're from... Where's where's your, the settlement you're from again? Uh, Devil's Perch. Devil's Perch. And there's, like, what... 500 of you guys hanging out yeah. in Devil's Perch together, yeah, right? Yeah, well, yeah there's So is there currency clips. in Devil's Perch? Do you guys have a, or do you just trade we're egg function- shards with each other? We're a functioning society, yes. We we have commerce, <laughs> and and we have Don't education and people. trade. I'm sorry. Okay. So, because I was just kind of, as when you guys gave me the list, I was like, Kratala the treasurer, does he know, <laughs> does he know what money is? Because, or, or are you just going to put him in a room and be like, here's the books, you know, thump. And Good luck. <laughs> well, he'll just throw them on the ground, so it doesn't matter. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. He throws books. On. Okay. Here's your clear green visor. And yeah, here's your <laughs> visor. <books. laughs> okay. And a scale. Kratala the treasurer. Okay. Very yep. good. Uh, in our viceroy position, we've put Mitchell Groning, and I've Makes forgotten sense. I've forgotten yeah. your middle name there. Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. Mitchell Lewis Groning. MLG. MLG. Yeah, that seems like a good fit with the uh, kind of improvements, um, kind of civil engineering I'm kind of picturing being the, in that role, kind of expansion. You know, uh, infrastructure is the mother's milk of economic development. Sewers. Someone I used to work with said that. There's future in sewers. And then finally, our warden is going to be a Miri. Sure. I think the way this works is that you can invest up to four kingdom rolls, which I think confers a bonus on you guys, or I'm not quite sure how that all works, because I know you guys are kind of more on top of that than me, but the NPCs that you have slotted into the slots that you've slotted them auto-invest in those. And so what this configuration, correct me if I'm wrong, but this configuration results in all eight of these uh, rolls being invested because you're you're burning your four on Sirio as the ruler, Dry as the emissary, Kratala as the treasurer for some reason, and Mitchell as the viceroy. Whereas Amiri, Harim, Valerie, and Lindsay all auto invest in their roles. So uh, interesting configuration, and and also uh, for any listeners that have played the computer game, this is like the, they've they've just have picked the big four, you know, initial first. NPCs, Lindsay, Val, when, when you play the Kingmaker computer game, you're typically you're running around with Valerie, Lindsay, Harim, and Amiri. So I just think that's interesting how that all works out. I'm excited to play this in three years when we finish. 
Three years? Yeah, you think? I think it's going to be a little longer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, good. So those are the rulers. Well, let's let's just turn. Let's just do our first kingdom turn. I I don't know what else to to do at this point. We just have to do it. Yep. Um, again, beautiful montage going on right now, everybody. Okay. So I'm I'm in my kingmaker guide right now. I know you guys have your kingmaker players guide. Um, so let's just uh, take it through the steps. So step one is assign leadership roles. We've just done that. Uh, step two is where we adjust unrest. But uh, on here, we got a note here on your first kingdom turn. Your kingdom's unrest score is zero. Skip to the next step. Um, just like, uh, yeah, so no one's mad at you guys. Everyone's happy. You guys are in your, um, you know, your first hundred days where everyone loves you as a leader. Good, there's no unrest. There's no corruption yet. There's no unrest, no, no corruption, no there crime, might be a little no corruption. Nothing. This yeah, is just, great. You guys are just 200 people just living out on the banks of the of the uh, Tuskwater Lake. This is great. So easy. Yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys have already blasted through the first two steps of your first kingdom turn. I'm so proud. Uh, step three, resource collection. Uh, let's see, the exact amount of resources you have to draw upon each kingdom turn varies, as each month there are countless unexpected boons and setbacks throughout each citizen's life that can impact how they can bolster your national plans. First, determine the number of resource dice you are entitled to roll for the current kingdom turn by adding your kingdom level plus four uh, to any bonus dice or penalty dice you gained from the previous turn. Uh, so your kingdom level is one, so one plus four is five uh so i don't know there fellas you guys want to each should we each roll one d4 and oh we could on? each yeah, get the resources <laughs> okay like i'm gonna okay i'm gonna roll my d4 everybody roll a d4 let's have a little fun i'm so excited i've never been so excited in my life where the hell well, i put a four on it so there's that Ooh, very nice i got you a two two i rolled a four. Oh, i rolled a three Kritala also rolled a four Awesome. We've got, you guys. We have 17 RP. Wow. Okay. Flush. My goodness gracious. A and I guess that, what, what is that going to represent? going to represent what Jamandi Eldori, I guess, brought over. She's like, here it is, everybody. By the way, Dry, have you been keeping up with your sword play? No. Okay. And then she leaves. Oh. Ooh, um, shade. I don't care. I don't live with her anymore. I've never seen Bill look so indignant in my life as he did just then. Sorry, Bill. Okay, so that's resource collection. Um, let's see. Okay. Finally, if you have any work sites established in a kingdom, gather commodities. We don't have any of that yet. Okay. Step four, pay consumption. Your settlements and armies require a certain amount of provision, supplies, and funding, as well as all the basic necessities of life. On your first kingdom turn, your kingdom's consumption score is zero. Skip to the next step. Okay, so 17 resources you have. Wow. And uh, my goodness. All right, it's time for the commerce phase. Oh, my God. What am I playing? Um, Twilight Imperium? What is this that we're doing here? Um, you can collect taxes once per kingdom turn to attempt to bolster your economy-based checks for the remainder of the kingdom turn. If you don't attempt to collect taxes, you can instead attempt a DC-11 flat check on a success, reduce unrest by one. And in reading this a little bit, if you collect taxes, that actually... It might increase unrest in subsequent turns or something. So, I don't know. You guys tell me, do you want to collect taxes to boost your economic roles in the activity phase? Or do you just want to kind of live in this utopia where no one gets taxed? Tax. Money Gatala is putting on his suit and his tie. <laughs> oh. And he is going to collect some taxes. That's true. Now, this now is do, you, do you go door to door or do you like set up a, a kiosk for people to come by and, you know, as oh. loyal citizens pay their taxes? I like the idea of making them come to me. 
But no, he's gonna he's gonna start out going door to door. The tax man, nobody, nobody's singing that song for sure. Really? <laughs> yep. So fine. So a bunch of people out in tents and ten gnomes who are still kind of around, and Krutala the Strix is walking around being like, "Give me my money." What's our tax rate? What is your tax rate? The rate at which we tax our citizens. Um, <laughs> fantastic. You guys are, do, are you guys doing pro- pro- progressive tax rates? Or oh, absolutely. Kind of flat? Malachi, nice flat tax. I think it's a flat tax right oh, now. It's nice, flat tax. Nice flat yeah. tax. Flat tax. No. Like, but I'm just like, Kritala, like, are you carrying a bucket or a basket or like a hat? Got, or like, does it a bucket with a pole on it? Um, you, got, you got like a chest. Yeah. He's got, he's got like a nice wicker basket that he's carrying okay. that he's, he just holds out and. So it's time to pay your dues. Everybody pays up, typically. He's very good at what he does. We'll see on the roll, though. What, what am I rolling? Collect taxes. This is a commerce and a downtime activity. Tax collectors travel through the lands to collect basic funds for the betterment of the kingdom. Attempt a basic check. Uh, oh, train. this is a trained trade activity. So make we a trade trained. check there, Donnie. And is there, a, is there any modifier to it? It's your trained. Uh, tr- it's your trade skill. So You're your modifier for trade is seven. Yeah. So plus seven. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. DC fifteen. Uh, I think it's fourteen. I think it's fourteen. You guys are having me do the first roll of the kingdom turn. All right. So DC fourteen. This is the first roll, Donnie. I wish you luck. Oh, rolled a. <laughs> no. no, no, Donnie, stop. This is natural funny. twenty. Oh, <laughs> natural twenty. Rolled okay. it on his phone nice. like a pro, man. So natural all, all 20. the gnomes, you like flipped over all the gnomes. And I did. Shook, shook them until all the coins came out. Critical success. Your oh, tax okay. collectors, being Kritala, are wildly successful. For the remainder of the kingdom turn, gain a plus two circumstance bonus to economy based checks. Not in and on on the success you would build unrest for next turn. There's no unrest in Kingdom Turn Two. Oh, that's awesome! So you have critted your collect tax, uh, Donnie. I'm excited for you. I, man. Is, Kritala, this, is this the beginning of a new? Kritala can draw the money. The people are given the money and excited to see him. It it all <laughs> makes sense. It does. Yeah, man, alive. Okay, well. You guys have uh, completed step one of the commerce phase. Okay, step two, approve expenses. You can draw upon the kingdom's funds to enhance the standard of living for its citizens by attempting the improved lifestyle activity, page 527. Or you can attempt a withdrawal from the kingdom's funds using the tap treasury activity. We looked at this a little bit. The tap treasury is, like, not something you want to do often. I think No, that's it's of- either if you need the money to buy something, or I think you can use it in lieu of, uh, I think you can, like counter certain kingdom events um, by, I tapping, see, the by treasury. tapping the treasury okay um let's see if you guys want to improve lifestyle attempt a basic check to draw upon your kingdom's treasury to enhance the quality of life for your citizens this activity can be taken only during the commerce phase of a kingdom turn uh so it looks like you can do this to give yourself a bonus to culture checks moving forward so it might be a good idea for you guys to do this since you guys are you know, boneheads when it comes to culture um or you know you but but if you fail or crit fail it has some drawbacks so uh and this is a politics uh check is that a loyalty or is that po- oh no yeah, politics it's, it's is the loyalty separate. ability and it's okay. the politics skill okay so who's you guys want to improve lifestyle Chris? take that politics check Chris, you want to do it yeah so this will improve uh our 
culture checks going forward? Yes, you are you are uh, drawing on the kingdom's treasury to enhance basic quality of life. Um, you have the potential to, if, if you do this really well, you get a bonus to culture checks. But if you fail, you can take a penalty to your economy checks because you tap the treasury without, you know. What's a normal success? Your push to improve lifestyles helps your citizens enjoy life. Oh, thank you, government. Yeah. For the remainder of the kingdom turn, you get a plus one circumstance bonus to culture-based checks. So there's no economy drawback on a success. It's okay. just on failure or crit failure. All right, let's go uh, politicking, uh, shaking hands, and kissing babies. Oh, that's a 19 plus 4, oh, 23. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Almost a crit. So it's DC 14. I, I'm taking, I, that's what you're telling me. I'm taking your word. Yeah. So that's a, so that is a success. Okay, guys, record a plus one circumstance bonus to culture based check. So, oh, my gosh. Wow. The camera is following you guys around during this montage. Kratal is like, hey, you know, everyone give, give to the kingdom, give your money. Uh, and Syria is out there being like, here's rugs for your tents. <laughs> I've improved your lifestyle. Here's a pot to piss in. Here's, Here's a, pot. a pot to piss in. And now, now Katala is chasing around Sirio, asking for the receipts and the invoices on the rugs because <laughs> <laughs> of all this goddamn red tape paperwork. Yeah, you guys are going to get audited at some point. You know, you guys need to, you're, eventually your kingdom's going to have a credit rating. And, uh, you know, you're going to need to maintain, you need that quad, you need that quad a credit rating so that people can buy bonds you know, uh, buy your debt. Fort um, train bonds. <laughs> yeah, Fort train bonds. Yeah, tram bonds. Yeah, tram bucks. Bash bucks. There you go. Let's Bash bucks. That's let's, what it is. Let's maybe know. get a decent latrine first. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so you have... Uh, improved lifestyle. We've improved yeah. lifestyle. Okay, so you approved your expenses. This is step two. You've approved your expenses. You improved the lifestyle. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're still in the commerce phase. I thought we'd be out of the commerce phase by now. Tap commodities. You don't have any commodities, so we skip that. Uh, manage trade agreements. You don't have any trade agreements, so we skip that. Okay, we're in the activity phase now. Here we go. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. The activity phase is when you make proclamations on expanding your kingdom. You declare holidays. You manage your territory and your settlements. It's during this phase that the bulk of your kingdom's growth occurs. Step one, leadership activities. If your kingdom's capital has a, ca a castle, a palace, or a town hall, you got a town hall, each PC in a leadership role may attempt up to three leadership activities. Your party chooses the order you go in. Uh, unless an activity states otherwise, a leader cannot attempt the same leadership activity more than once during a kingdom turn. So I guess that, you know, so you guys can't rest and relax over and over, I guess, right? I guess that means, okay. I'm going to turn it over to you, fellas. Uh, we got we got three of you guys, or no, four of you guys. Uh, that's that's twelve kingdom activities amongst the four of you. Have fun. I've got some written down. Does everyone else have stuff written down? I have some written down. Yeah. Why don't we start with Mitchell, the the Mister Infrastructure? All right. I'm going to rest and relax. So after we've kind of taken their taxes, given them some nice toilets and rugs, take Mitch it easy is, for. Uh, Mitch is sitting around drawing up plans. He's not yep. doing anything. Yeah, your first of three kingdom activities is spent chilling out. You you extend the chance to your citizens as well, so to unwind. It's not just it's not just the leader. Oh, it's like a, it's like a kingdom wide. Everybody I get it. So everybody chill, kind of holiday kind of thing. Mitch At least that's what I was a holiday. Yeah. What holiday are you proclaiming? I just want to know. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, I think. Uh, Bug shit pasta day. Uh, bug shit pasta. Bug day. shit. Pasta I was gonna day. say Founders Day, day. But, <laughs> but Founders Day. But Founders but day yeah. Bug shit pasta day sounds good too. Maybe you eat bug shit pasta on Founders Day. Yeah. 
There we go. It's called Let's Fort do, Trand yeah. after all. We could do Founder's Day. That has a better ring to it. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so Founders use a, a basic trade check to spend your time shopping or feasting. And so that would just be a D20 plus the trade Yes. Modifier? Well, wait. I thought you were resting and relaxing. Now you've declared a holiday, too, as your second action? No, that, that is the rest You have to relax. make a check to rest and relax. Oh, you have to make a check to rest and relax. Mm-hmm. See, this is why you guys learned this and not me. I'll just shut up. It's a nine plus, what do we have, a seven there? Uh, we got nine. Nine, 18. That's a, that's a success. So, there we go. Okay. What happens? Uh, on a success, the time spent relaxing has calmed nerves and reduces unrest by one. So the crit was what we were fishing for there, but... Um, okay. All we did is reduce unrest, which we didn't oh, have so any because of the amazing. Oh, okay. So on the crit would have been the bonus the to subsequent two. checks. Yes. Yep. Just on the success, you reduced unrest, which you, okay. So you didn't have any to begin with, but that's okay. You were fishing for that crit. Okay. For the crit. Yep. So that's your first activity. All right. Yeah. So the rest and relax, fishing for the crit there. Um, I think the next thing I'm going to do, you know, Mitch being Mitch, he's going to craft some luxuries. And that is on page 27 of the player's guide. Okay, you encourage your artisans to craft luxury goods and may even aid them in this pursuit. Roll one resource die and spend resource points equal to the result. Then attempt a basic culture check okay so, so spending our resources yeah so you're gonna here. roll roll one resource die all you right got 17 resources i use yeah this is when i roll the four, <laughs> four <laughs> down to 13 so Kritala watches in dismay as <laughs> mitch is walking around with gold bars <laughs> but they're so they're so beautiful the art is so beautiful all right okay. and then just uh Basic uh, make, check with make the, a uh, basic culture check, and you got the plus two bonus from the lifestyle thing. It's a one on the die. No. Yep. Crit failure. Fail. Your artisans not only failed to produce anything noteworthy, but some took advantage of the opportunity to push their own agendas or earn more for themselves by selling to underground markets. Increase one of your ruins. By one, we have ruins now. I what guess is a you, ruin. A ru- I don't know. I think you, you're ruin. I think you have to clean up ruin in subsequent turns. I don't. Someone mark that somewhere. Okay. Yep. Uh, so there's four types of ruin. There's corruption, crime, decay, and well, strife. Fuck. So oh. is it up to us to pick it, that, or is it, it up looks, to Mike to pick that? It looks like you can pick which ruin you you increase, which is probably going to be helpful down the line when you're managing multiples. So, All right. Seems like corruption to me. Sounds like corruption as well, yeah. Yes, yeah, that's so definitely corruption. There's only 200 people there, so do they need to it's go on my list? <laughs> Pretty easy to figure out who it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, these things happen. <laughs> so, right. four resources gone. Wow. And one ruin. <laughs> and we've got a ruin. This is going great, guys. I like camping yeah, turns. Um, this is like next. our first camping session. <laughs> what could go wrong when you leave Mitch to purchase some commodities? Then? Purchase commodities. <laughs> what page? Uh, that is on page two, 35. 35. Okay. Uh, top of or bottom of 34. Oh, yeah. You can spend uh, resource points to purchase commodities, but doing so is more expensive than gathering them. Or relying upon trade agreements. When you purchase commodities, select the commodity you wish to purchase. Food, lumber, luxuries, or or stone. Expend eight resource points if you're purchasing luxuries. Or four if you're purchasing any other commodity. Oh my god. Then attempt a basic trade check. So, I mean, if I were, like, metagaming this, Mitch is like, I can get those luxuries back and he's going to buy the luxuries. But I don't want to spend. I don't want to do the... I don't want to do that. I don't do the eight. 
resource points. I say buy lumber. So yeah. Don't you need that to build? We do need some lumber. So yeah. So yeah, either either that or food. So that's another four resource points down. Four res- another four resource points down the drain. Okay, so we're at nine. Okay, make that trade check, which is uh, the economy skill. So you get that bonus that you guys earned on economy to this too. That's better. That's an eight plus nine. So that's yeah. There we go. That's a seventeen. That's a success. Even yeah, with the with the bonus too. Change. So oh, it's a sure. Success. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay, so, so you gain two commodities of the chosen type. So you go out, you buy two lumber commodities. Is someone right. keeping track of all this, Chris? Are you doing? Yeah, that? and the modifiers. There's circumstance bonuses, and I've I've adjusted those on the skills for the oh, Trey Caven page. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Wow. My gosh, Chris. Okay, so that's my dumpster fire. So kind of a mixed bag from Mitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Donnie, you want to give it a go or Bill? Sure. Yeah. Donnie, Donnie. Go. All right. Yeah. No. Uh, so Catala's first actions is to send a passive aggressive email to everyone, talking about <laughs> proper proper accounting of RP expenses. Um, so we'll just get that out of the way first of sure. all. I understand. Uh, yeah. And so uh, I, I'm I'm confused. So when uh, Mitch was doing the very first check, he was talking about founding a holiday but that's yeah. a, there's an actual leadership activity to do that oh um, we were just having fun with i know but i was i was actually going to do that oh um, you're gonna found a holiday yeah i'm gonna found a holiday yeah and oh my, is, yeah. is this founder's day it, it's gonna be founder's day and we're gonna have a pasta shit bug whatever <laughs> um every year oh, and we'll, trend. we'll have an eating contest right how much oh, of it can oh. you eat at one setting Oh, uh, oh no. it's it's going to be great. It's going to draw lots of money. It's like Nathan's hot dogs. And- <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so I'm rolling. Uh, Celebrate holiday. You declare a day of celebration. Holidays may be religious, historical, martial, or simply festive, <laughs> but all relieve your citizens from their labors and give them a chance to make merry at, at the kingdom's expense. Attempt a basic check, but if your kingdom celebrated a holiday the previous turn, the DC increases by four. Uh, this basic check is uh, a culture check so it's a folklore it's a folklore check folklore, i'm sorry yeah. i keep doing the ability not the skill okay so this is folklore and you have a bonus to culture checks this turn from the improved lifestyle check uh, it'll be a total of 17 it's a success okay awesome. your, nice your holiday is a success you're out there cutting promos or doing whatever it is what's is another way for, i just like to say that i just think no, i think it's good yeah it's good it's awesome yeah you're out there hyping the people uh, your holidays are a success, but they're also expensive. You get a plus one circumstance bonus to loyalty-based checks until the end of your next kingdom turn. Okay, mm-hmm. someone keep track of that. Immediately roll one resource die and spend uh, resource points equal to the result. If you can't afford this cost, treat the result <laughs> as a crit failure instead. All right, so a resource die is a d4, right? Yeah. All right, so I rolled a three. Okay. All right. So that's uh, what is that? Eleven resource died. Yes, you yep. got six We're left down, for the down turn. To six. Okay. Okay. So I'm kind of getting it. So you roll your fuel at the beginning, your resources, yeah. and you, tr- you, you want to spend those throughout the turn. Yeah. 